Ladies and gentlemen, I promised more content, and I have delivered. I have the one and only <laughs> Julie Golub. Oh, it's always a pleasure, John. We are here at the 2020 SHOT Show at the Sands Convention Center. We are in the Smith & Wesson booth. I have adjusted the shot after the last one, so you can see their new products. The newness. There's so much to talk about. It's, it's exciting. It's, it's an exciting year. It's an exciting decade. It's going to be awesome. I think so. Yeah. Um, Within the four walls of Smith & Wesson, the big news, at least for me, and the one that I got my hands on just a few moments ago, is the M&P 9 Shield EZ. Yes. I am thoroughly impressed. It's, it was one of those things that, you know, when we came out with a 380, it was such a huge hit, and everyone was like, all right, well, when is the 9 going to come out? Right. And I, I was one of the first ones to say, oh, no, it's not going to work. Right, It's sure. not going to work. And uh, granted, our engineers got into the problem, and boy, did they deliver it fast, and it's just, it's just taken off. Well, I know you got to shoot it quite a bit uh, in the production for the release, mm -hmm. so you knew about it well in advance, and you've had your hands on them. I just got to handle one today. So you haven't had to shoot it yet? I have not yet oh. shot it. So I'm jealous, and that's cool. The people can know that. I'm, you know, I'm big enough to admit. But I am impressed with, initially, my first impression was like, wow, I was expecting it to be a little less sprung in in the slide, but uh, the more I handled it, and then I handled some of the standard M and P's, if right. you will, you can really realize that it is smooth and it is. I I almost compare it to like a compound bow. Sure. You know that initial like ooh that that feel, and then all of a sudden it gets easier. Right. You know, and then you can hold it back. You can do all the things that you can manipulate instead of like a traditional recurve where you're like, okay, I've got to pull back and hold, and and. Even though it's a tighter feeling spring, yes. it's still extremely light and very, very, very easy, easy to manage. Yes. Very easy to manage. The other key element is that single stack magazine with the loading tabs. I mean, all of the pieces that made the 380 easy, right. what it is, and the success that it is, all of those are built into the nine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and on launch day, we were shipping. Yep. Which is well, awesome. that you, that has to happen now in this market. You have to have guns ready to go when it when they're released. They have to be in with the distribution. I mean, otherwise, people just they're not happy. Well, everything has changed. I mean, you you've seen the evolution from television, sure. just television to podcasting, sure. to to video to instant social media gratification. That's right. Everybody wants what they want now. You want what you want now, right? And uh, so. It's, it's one of those things where if you're going to come out with something, you better be able to deliver on it. That's true. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And what has been an interesting, at least when you mentioned podcasting, the evolution of this as additional content related to the SHOT Show, the NRA convention and things like that, people get excited for it. People, we get an uptick in listens, especially to things that have been put out throughout the RSS feed. And, you know, you can hear us on iTunes if you're hearing us right now on iTunes or Podbean. Um, I have to, though, take a step back and give you all of the credit. Oh, but why, why do I Because <laughs> you, I still have the notes that you were giving me a dissertation while we were riding to dinner one night at the Smith & Wesson Indoor Nationals, the IDPA Indoor Nationals, this was many years ago, and you were giving me a dissertation on how this had to happen. We had to get something like this started. And sure enough, it's still going. It's We're still doing it. You're one of the most popular guests. Aww, I appreciate it. What is on the horizon for you for 2020? What what can we look for you to be doing? Um, well, uh, I have a, a good season planned. Yes. It's a, a big year for USPSA. So yes. I'm going to shoot some single stack yes. and some limited 10 and hopefully some carry optics. Yes. Because, of course, we have a new core, yes. which is exciting. Um, and uh, and uh, the cookbook is coming out. It's going to happen. It's about halfway through. 
So and, uh, can we yeah. can we expound on that a little bit? Can we tell the people? Uh, sure. Is it like is it a field to fork kind of a cookbook? It's it's yes in a lot of ways. Okay. Uh, as a you know as a recreational hunter that loves to provide organic meat for my family. Sure. Um, hunting is something that you know we enjoy as a pastime, and uh, it's kind of a combination of of recipes that you know if you were to come over to my house, this is what we'd eat. Right. Awesome. So. That's exciting. <laughs> I am excited. That's about actually it. really fun. So I don't know what the timeline will be, whether it'll be you know the beginning of the year or by the holiday season, but uh, it's co- combined with my travels as a shooter, mm-hmm. you know, going to six continents and tasting a lot of different things and incorporating those flavors at home, and it's fun. So you're talking single stack. That's yes. going to be down in Talladega. It is. That will be an interesting match. I shot the IDPA World Shoot, as yes. you guys well know. Yes. Um, and that's the first time I've been down to CMP's range in yes. Talladega. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's excellent. Stellar. Yeah, it's, it's state of the art. And awesome. we can get there in a little less than three hours, well, so yeah. it's super convenient for us. <laughs> With all of the things. Not yet. And we can bring all of our things, all of our items. None of them have to be touched by the TSA. It's a wonderful <laughs> facility. As many of the viewers know, I tout it all the time. I shot at the IDPA's national and world championship at CMP this year. I shot their first ever PCC national. I remember. Which were on the, you know, that was held on the same course as a fire with some slight modifications. It was remarkably challenging. I I was watching some of the things that you guys had to do. Yes. And uh, was grateful that I didn't have to do that. In fact, I was worried that I was going to have to do that with a handgun. Yes. Uh, But they did make some significant changes, which, you know what, I appreciate because a lot of a lot of PCC matches these days are, in a lot of ways, just hose fest. Sure. And they're a ton of fun. Yes. But to up the gun handling skill game the way IDPA did yes. um, is a very interesting way of going about it. Yes. And as the viewers, well, television coverage of that particular event is in the works now, and you'll be seeing that in the near term. Stay tuned. Uh, yes, for <laughs> sure. Uh, Wednesday night at the Range Outdoor Channel. There you go. You'll be seeing that no later than, I would say, end of February or March, but don't hold me to that. It's an educated guess, followed immediately by the World Championship with handguns where you'll see Julie competing. Uh, There were some unique courses of fire there. There were some unique challenges separate from shooting challenges, which IDPA is known for. Yes. Testing all of your cognitive capabilities, if you will. Yeah. Um, It made good television. Uh, I'm sure it did. And, you know, the last IDPA match I shot was Smith & Wesson Indoor Nationals. Sure. So it, it between the rule changes and the freedom of being able to move through courses of fire without really restrictive, right. you know, you have fault lines and a lot of the subjectivity gone. Yes. I really enjoyed that component. But then, of course, IDPA is going to throw you for a loop no matter what. They're yes. going to put you in a situation where you're like, wait, you're, you're tying my hands up? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> how am I supposed to get out of this? Right. <laughs> I've Ta- never been in this position before. <laughs> hard cover on targets that's actual hard cover, right. different things like that that you would never, I mean, you, you there's it's it's hard to practice for unless somebody said, this is exactly what we're going to do. Right. And that's the key. I mean, it's good training for real world environments and situations that could unfold. And uh, the growth factor, just seeing how many countries are participating yep. in the sport is, is fantastic. They've also embraced the... Uh, the carry optics division I of USPSA. Yeah, USPSA has yeah. had it for many years. You're going to be competing at their national. IDPA has now turned that corner, yeah. not only allowing pistol caliber carbines, but also the carry optics guns. It just makes sense. And it's it such really an does. exciting time for shooting sports because for so many years, it was, no, these are our divisions. This is how we're going to do things. You need to conform to us. Yes. Whereas today, the shooting sports are like, well, wait a minute. Everybody in the wild has these firearms. We need to 
we need to create something that they can have a lot of fun. Agreed. And, and, and you know, more guns, more shooters, more match, more match attendance, right. more rounds downrange, more smiles, more fun. Absolutely. Yeah, I love all of it. One match, though, that I think is in an interesting phase now is going to be the Bianchi Cup. Very true. Big um, changes. The NRA competition group or division division yep. Yep. has has stepped away from managing and hosting the Bianchi Cup at the Green Valley Rifle and Pistol Club ranges. Yes. However, the club at Green Valley, having 40 years of experience with that match, is going to carry it on. That's my understanding. There's a lot of excitement there. Yeah. The Green Valley folks, in you know, being in, in Missouri as a resident of Missouri, um, you know, they've put their heart and soul into that match. Sure. Uh, over the years, they certainly know how to run it, uh, and uh, there's a lot of ideas and excitement going around. I think we'll see elements that were successful in past Bianchi Cups because there's one thing that's ha always happened at Bianchi, and that's change. Sure. Whether it's a rule change, whether it's a program change, or or something. So I'm excited to see where they take it, where they're going to you know, add the elements of the past successes and right. bring it back in. Um, rumor has it there's going to be a carry optics division. I like it. Uh, which uh, makes sense again. I, I want to touch on the I, opportunity <laughs> for people to shoot PCCs there you go. at the Bianchi Cup. Rob Latham, if you're listening, I know <laughs> it will be so upsetting to you. Mark Itstein as well, my dear friend. It's the future. More people, more thing. guns. The, here's the thing. If you have a match that doesn't fill... Right. Fill it. Agreed. Fill it with people who want to shoot it. Hey, man. And if it evolves a little bit, it evolves. But look at what IDP did. They had their own national championship sure. for PCC. Sure. So it really, and they are very different. You know, handgun versus I, PCC. I just think different. it would be fun to try to address those courses of fire using that particular firearm format. I'm not saying score me against Doug Koenig and the rest of the best shooters. Sure. I don't for a minute think that I'd be able to clean it right out of the gate. I think... Uh, champion level PCC shooter would but at the same time it's a different format. But think about the opportunity like let's say it grows let's say your initial you know inaugural launch of the thing and you allow a special category of 50 people right? Sure. Then the next year it blows up and you have an entire two to three days and you have to take the X-ring and shrink it yeah. because it's it just changes the elements. I would I would be interested to see how people would handle all of those courses of fire including and especially the barricade. That yes, uh, you yes. would you would certainly have to be adept at support side shooting and the manipulations and all of those things would be entertaining for me to watch people figure out. Yes, I would think, and I want to do it myself. <laughs> you can be selfish all you want; it doesn't matter. Yes, um, I would love to see them do things like change the timing on the plates. Yeah, you know, and they make could it, totally do that. They could, and, and you could make it very fun and very interactive. Yeah. Like, what happens if you if you made it a four second right. or a three second? Right. Well, you know, a, a port arm start or even a low ready start, but now you have four seconds. Right. You know, three seconds at 10 even. Or, or set them all the same. All right, you've got five seconds for everything. Right. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, I, I remember the last time I lofted that idea in <laughs> this podcast environment, and I remember some of the reactions I got. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm just going to keep on keeping on. You know, it's... It's all about growth, evolution, and fun. Yep. And if there are firearms in the market, it's always great to have places where people can use them. 100% so. agree with that statement. What have we missed? Um, I think we've, we've, we've caught up a lot of stuff. Again, it's an uh, exciting year. Carry Optics is a lot of fun. It's a growing division. Yep. Um, new course, M&P, M2.0 course from the Performance Center. Yep. 
Um, super excited about that long time in the making, uh, just having that built-in steel chassis yep. on a, an M&P Performance Center gun, a long slide, core, optics ready. I'm so excited for that. Like, you don't even need a tungsten guide rod. <laughs> you nope. can just... You don't have to throw any weight on the front. You don't have to do anything. It's already it, done it's, for you. It's not flexing the way. That's one of the things that Tony in the Performance Center has been great about over the years is they look at what people are doing in the aftermarket and they do it just a little bit better, but they do it also right out of the box. You don't have to go and try to fit something or figure out if this will work or spend more money on that. And you certainly can later on, but sure. it's an affordable option that you can use. It's already competitive. Ready to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So that's that. That's that. We'll have more, as promised, but I think I'm off to a pretty decent start. Very good. Day one of SHOT Kicking Show. Kicking all off. Stay tuned. There's more.